from Harare, Zimbabwe to the World Wide Web. You are listening to T-Mac and Cookie Monster on the Radiant Culture Podcast. Podcast. Every week, we lead you in conversation on life, God, and pop culture. Our goal is to get you to ask questions and compare what today's culture is telling us versus what the Bible says. If you're a non-believer, we hope that our conversation will shed more light on what the Christian faith is really about. Never miss an episode by subscribing through our website, www.radiantculture.africa or you can find us on iTunes. Like our Facebook page, look up Radiant Culture and follow us on Twitter at Radiant Culture. If you're on Instagram, it's Radiant underscore Culture. Radiant Culture. It's live. It's truth. It's lit. Stay tuned. All right, how's it going, everybody? Welcome to Radiant Culture. No, 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 Tabinda, 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 Welcome to 2018. Welcome, everybody. This is a Radiant Culture. My name is T Mac, and I'm Cookie Monster, and I'm the Biscuit. Have we ever been all together? Like, no, never we're actually been. still missing one person. I'm gonna put it out there. Who's, who's Who? missing? Oh, DJ Kent. Yeah, Mr. Kent. Oh. Mr. Kent. We need to change that name. I don't even know what it means. <laughs> 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 Kent. What does your name mean, Cookie Monster? Okay, let's leave that exactly. alone. Exactly. Biscuit. Mm-hmm. What's happening, man? This and that, man. This and that. Such a weird name. It's Biscuit. Yeah. I don't Is that ignore not him like He's Cookie like, Monster has no <laughs> right <laughs> to name. actually say anyone has a weird name. Like, I don't know where he's getting this <laughs> idea from. Anyway, anyway, you guys are teaming up name, on me. Guys. It's okay, it's a new year. Okay, leave me alone. Yeah. My name is Cool. Mm-hmm. Yours, on the other hand. My, that's my name, though. Like, it didn't add any spice. It's my name. Anyway, <laughs> we shall leave this name thing alone, right? Um, so, tonight. Oh, flip. No. <laughs> Don't edit that out. Sounds like you're about to go into a song. <laughs> tonight. Uh, sorry, not tonight. Today. Oh, snap. Our topic is. This is apart. Is how Christians use fake cuss words like flip. And what did you just say? Snap. I said nothing. You said snap. I said snap. Oh, my. Which I'm not allowed snap. to say. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, but I do say snap a lot. I so think snap. snap is okay. Snap, snap. flip. It's like it, it, flip is not okay. Speaking of resolutions, right tonight. Oh man, tonight. To, yeah? Where are you going tonight? What's the, what's with no, there's tonight? something special happening. Tonight. I've got to feed it in. Tell us. Our tonight gonna be a good night. Where are you going? Somewhere. The fun night can look. Anyway, yeah. So our topic is one that I believe is really very relevant for where we're at right um in the year it's the beginning of the year and as you all know many christians um you know we, we have things that we do at the beginning of the year most churches have my 10 days yeah, my 10 days my mm. 21 days if you're listening from outside of zimbabwe you will Seven have days. no idea what my 10 days <laughs> actually mm-hmm. <laughs> it's time it's a type six to six yeah we yeah. fast zimbabweans not even yeah, not say zimbabweans Pentecostal Zimbabweans tend to fast at the beginning yeah. of the year. Duration varies. A lot of them are 10 days long. So it's now just become my 10 days. days. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm. Other churches do Daniel fasts. Yeah, Other, salad. Yeah, salad. Literally, because you only eat salad. salad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a whole lot of other variations. It's because it's true. It's actually for both. <laughs> Can I get a high five? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. 
And, uh, you know, added to that, people, I know like this year especially, there were lots of crossover services, right? Mm. And they're actually called crossover yeah. services. I saw yeah. several posters that it's a New Year's crossover service. Mm. Mm. So people do all night prayers and um, all kinds of things. And then uh, usually at those crossover services is when the word of the year is announced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And each church or denomination or something seems to have its own word of the year. That, mm-hmm. That's what typically happens, right? Yeah. So maybe we can talk a bit about that because, you know, this is a common practice and it's something that's happened. It's been happening now for several years. I think when I, when I became like a Christian or like a serious Christian, early days, never used to be as rampant as it is now. Rampant. (laughs) Like it's a disease. Okay. It's like a good disease, I suppose. um, Yeah, but it just gets like weird sometimes, right? But we want to talk about that. So... Mm. Yeah, what do you guys think? Well, I think let's start at the beninging. Um, <laughs> the crossover thing. Like, I just want to ask you guys, do you... <laughs> that kid is so cute. Like, do you think it's that important to... Because I think the theory behind it is how you leave, is how you enter. So you want to, you know, enter in prayer, enter in the presence of God, although he's everywhere. So, yeah, do you think you really need to go to all night prayer every New Year's? Or I can just turn up with my friends. Did you go? Go where? Oh, I pray. No, I didn't. Okay. I, I saw- wanted to. I saw you. Because <laughs> we both went there. <laughs> but yeah, like what's, what's the reason for it? Because I know some churches don't do it. When I was overseas, we didn't do that. Right. Like New Year's was like, go be with your family or go have fun. Like, do you? If it happens to fall on a Sunday, great. But otherwise, there was nothing happening at church. It's something that is uniquely, well, I'll say, because I've only been in two countries, it's uniquely Zimbabwean. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't go this year. Why not? So who went, guys? This is bad. Yeah, you, I mean... Radiant culture people. You guys are just not spiritual. You know? What's going on? Why? Okay, why didn't you go, Biscuit? Well, uh, this was the first year that I actually spent a New Year's out of town um, with friends. Usually I am there. Mm-hmm. I am there as we cross over into the new dispensation. Mm-hmm. I, I'm usually there, but this year I wasn't. Do you feel any different having not been there, like you missed out on something? Um, I think maybe a couple of years ago I would have. But now with the way I think about it, the way I view it all, no. I, I don't personally, personally feel like I missed out much. It's not like I didn't then get the word of the year. It's not like I haven't been meditating on that thereafter. I just wasn't there on that day, mm-hmm. at right. that moment, in that particular place. Last I, okay, no, that would sound very snarky if I say what I was about to say. No, go for it. You've, you've yeah. already started. I was going to say, last time I checked, the year changed to the next year everywhere. So <laughs> it's almost regardless. Very snarky. Do you know Snarky Puppy? A little puppy? snarky. There's a band called Snarky Puppy. You know, you guys don't listen to bands really cool band um and you cookie right monster oh. Jesus on me bruh anyway do you feel indifferent having not been at church this do i feel indifferent any different oh um like did you feel like you missed out on something because you didn't go to the crossover i actually i went to i went out of town with some friends mm-hmm. also we, we we drove it was just a day trip and uh we went to check out like all kinds of stuff like crocodiles and stuff it was really cool 
Um, and then came back. By the time we came back, we, we got back. We we're really tired, and we bought a whole lot of food, and we overate, and then we Clapped like on you. yeah, and then we fell asleep. But I wasn't planning. So you were sleeping during the no. Well, I then woke up just a few moments before to do the countdown. The, the, of course, actually, uh-huh. it's really dumb, guys. Like it's just like. No, it's not just. It's the countdown. I know. But let me explain. Like Biscuit just said, like, that somewhere else it was already 2018. I know, but, you know, you've got to own it. I, for me, the thing is that I, in many ways, like, Biscuit, for the past, I don't know how many years, I've always been there, right? I've always gone to church and you pray, you pray, you pray the year in, as we like to call it. Mm. And I think, you know, there's something to that. There's something um, about that. Maybe... More so, it's about the way it makes you um, feel and the way it kind of it gives you the confidence that you've kind of entered the year on a... On a high note. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, on, 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 an, on a good note, right? Yeah. Uh, but then also, you know, I've, I've kind of been thinking about it, that does it really make a difference if, if I'm there? Can I pray at home? Like, okay, last year we didn't go either, but we, we, we prayed at home, mm-hmm. right, with some friends. And... Um, and I enjoyed that. So I think in many ways, I, I view it differently now. I, I, yeah. I guess that kind of touches on, on other thoughts that I've had <laughs> concerning that matter. Um, I, I am one who is an advocate for corporate prayer. I yeah. do believe it is necessary. I do believe corporate movements. When we say corporate, obviously, we're not talking about companies for those. <laughs> it's another Pentecostal theme where they, it just means the full body of Christ, the whole church praying together, working together, um, speaking the same thing at the same time. I do think there's a lot of value in that. I do believe that it helps people focus on on a particular direction for the body as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. However, at the same time as that, um, the, the strength of the body is also, in a way, hugely affected by the strength of the individual. So for me, I, I'm one more to put emphasis on praying for me, myself, because God's going to talk to me. He's going to guide me right. and help me participate in what the body's doing. So I don't like neglecting self and the prayer for your particular calling or whatever uh, being neglected for the sake of the all-night prayer for the larger body right. and ignoring you mm-hmm. at the same time. So I guess I, I'm like in both camps in that area to some extent. So I'm like, yeah, pray at home. Well, like, yeah, there's something to be said about praying with everybody else for the new year type yeah. thing specifically. Because you can pray for yourself anytime. You could do that True. before or after. Whereas the corporate one, that yeah, specific a, one yeah. is really only going to be at that time. I don't know. Do, I I wanted to go, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't end up going. And I felt weird. I really did feel weird. Yeah, It, it was just, I'm usually at church. So I can't even say I've like taken time to really reflect and think of what God is saying to me this year and whatever, because sometime last year, it really dawned on me that God actually lives outside of space and time. Mm -hmm. So his season for me may not even be determined by the calendar per se. So if I'm entering a new season, like everyone, all these, I was going to say a bad word, forwards that I'm getting (laughs) about new season, new time, it's a time I'm like, yeah, yeah. God hasn't really shown me that just because it's one January doesn't mean that it's a new season. Yeah, You get. You, so. you know my question on mm. that? This is just a question. Because this show is kind of freestyle. This is like we're not, we're, not, we're not necessarily going to be 
prescribing much, are we? Maybe we are. I don't know. But my question. We're indoctrinating everybody. The, the, is your word for the year always the same as the one for the house? What's the house? I think the it's church. in the church. You need to actually explain. Oh, okay. All right. The, 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 the house, body, the, the house, the, the corporation. Anyway. Yeah. So like if you go to the church uh, and at the beginning of the year, they say, this is the year of ultimate determination. Right. That's just an example. I don't think anyone has that one. But they say that. Is that necessarily the word for, for you? For you, maybe? I don't know. Well, if you trust that the man of God was given, hey, another term, man of God, was given the word for the flock that he's overseeing, then I guess the word should apply. But it's not like the word is ever super, super duper specific such that you can't apply it one way or another as an individual, regardless yeah. of what your specific word is. So most of the words are catch-all. I, I think so. Because like, say, for example, if you're, the word of the year to church is grace, I mean, really, anybody can apply that. True. Even if you're in a season of whatever. I but then know. doesn't that beg the question or, or lean into the notion that because the word can be so general, it's stuff you're meant to be doing anyway as a Christian in general. Um, you see, and, and this is where it gets interesting, right? That we've almost become, what do I call it? obsessed with this whole notion of the, the word of the year because each church feels like they need to have their word of the year, right? Mm. And the, the thing that kind of confuses or baffles me, right, sometimes is why do we... I've, I've, why do we feel, feel like we have to wait until the beginning of a new year mm. for God to say something new for us? new to us like you rightly mentioned at the you know at the beginning a few moments ago he said just because it's a new year doesn't mean it's a new season for me mm -hmm. right and the other question i i often have is does it mean that all of a sudden because we're now in the year of uh um, increase year of increase right does it mean that the year of of favor has Last ended. Has ended. <laughs> yeah. you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Or do they overlap? Up or do, an extra time. Or do, these, <laughs> or do these years keep on accumulating? And then uh -huh. after yeah. about 10 years of getting different words, you're now... Super Saiyan Christian. So I think these are the things that uh, okay. we, we need to, to kind of think about. To say, does God only speak significantly? Right at the beginning of a of a new year, or or what? or or here's another one. Um, maybe God doesn't just speak significantly at the beginning of the year. Maybe the issue is that we're only listening. I was at about the to say that because oh. maybe the pastor got the word in June, July, yeah. August, but he knows that okay for people to really implement this guy. I need the help of the calendar, so, yeah. so they'll be ready to catch it. So in other words, the calendar years. is really irrelevant. I'm asking, bro. In a way, yeah. I mean, really, the calendar, just, just the notion of the calendar itself is irrelevant. Um, dates are made up. We created all those things. Right. We, we, we fathomed that. The Chinese only begin their new year next month. So, mm, and the Hebrews began theirs in September, October. Yeah. So, so the dates aren't so huh. important. So there's a Chinese Christian in your church. For them, the word of the year is still last year's word. There's only kicks in when their new year begins. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't but know. no, yeah, like he's saying, rightly so, the calendar doesn't 
man-made construct. But I think, yeah, pastors use it because they know our yeah. psychology behind, okay, people feel like it's a fresh start, so let me mm-hmm. give them this new thing for them to chew on. And so, you know, I think that another point of concern for me where this whole psychology thing is concerned is something that I've heard. Uh, it's, it's a thing that I've heard spoken about by other people who are not even really Christians who say, you know, the problem with religion or the problem with Christianity is that it's got this herd mentality where people just do things because of groupthink and all of that. So thinking about that, <clears throat> right. And again, this is just a question that when the word of the year is given or when your pastor or the leader of your church says uh, this year is the year of whatever, right? And they give the justification and all of that. Do we take time to process and reason that out to actually see that, number one, does it tally with what scripture says? Does it tally with where, does it resonate with where, what if, with where I'm at as a person? What if it doesn't? And also, do we stop to question to say, hasn't this just become a tradition? that we're trying to sustain mm. is it if we stopped altogether are we going to stop hearing from god right you, you see what i'm trying to say yeah. isn't god going to if it's really the year of for example increase isn't god going to find a way of getting you to know that this is your year of increase without necessarily it being declared a year of increase yeah those are the kinds of questions that i often ask myself mm. yeah i remember once we had a year of restoration and people were really like panicking, <laughs> like New Year's Eve, Kutisha, my money still hasn't come back in. Like God said, it's the year of restoration. The year is coming to an end. Yeah, like my my window period for my stuff to be restored, whatever the canker worm is eaten and the rust is, whatever. Everyone was feeling like, shit, I really need to cash in on this word <laughs> yeah. before the clock strikes 12 because after that, there's no restoration for me. Like that's kind of like the psychology that also the wrong kind of psychology that yeah. attaches itself to the word of the year. And then the pastor actually had to preach a message, which you know, guys, <laughs> you can still get your restoration in the next year. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I wanted to teach you guys about this more this year so that you can apply it maybe more or whatever. I but think... yeah, it was kind of like, it, I literally saw the panic. Like people were like, mm, guys, but I haven't had my restoration my money, yet. My money, man. My money, my house. Like, I, I lost some stuff, man. And I want it back. Like, this year, the pastor promised me that there was restoration this year. The danger, I see it, is uh, in a lot of these declarations is um, not many pastors or prophets or whoever it may be that may be making a declaration um, proceed to dig into it or explain or ground the declaration on the day uh, or thereafter. So it remains very fantastic. And in, after a while, I think we look at it with carnal eyes, shall mm. we say. Instead of, let's say, that year of restoration, because we, are, we fixate on it, we're now expecting restoration in particular areas that we feel we want restoration in. Uh-huh. Yeah. Whereas the restoration may have come. Mm. Maybe you're talking to people you stopped talking to. Maybe you got new opportunities that you totally missed that had been taken away. But because you were focused on, I want my car to come back, Mm. you missed it. And I think that often happens because some of these words are not then broken down and explained or the full scope of them explained. And we start looking for the same type of results that we saw in whoever else we were watching at the time. Yeah, yeah. That's good. And and that can be... 
very problematic. Which brings me to another point, <clears throat> another que well, question and something that I want us to discuss. I saw a, it was just a post that someone made and I, I actually took a screenshot of it because I thought it was quite interesting. And it says, why is every New Year prophecy about your career and not your character? Oh, right? that's, that's, that's something, something that someone posted. And mm -hmm. I thought, you know, the truth is that when I was looking at, uh, I was on Facebook just checking out the different things that people were posting about the word of the year at their church. Mm. It's the year of blessing. It's the, and now it's, sounding, it's starting to sound more and more sophisticated, right? Mm. It's the year of the seventh dimension <sighs> blessing. Or, you know, we say all these fancy things, but why is it never the year of breaking our hearts before God? And uh, you, why, why is it not never the year of dealing with the secret sins? Or, you know you're, what I'm trying to say? Nobody... <laughs> Nobody is going to catch up to why, why is it never the year of... Dealing with the secret things? <laughs> no, but aren't those the things <laughs> yeah, that are really pertinent? Are yeah. And what if I don't have any secret things? Uh -huh. Then the year skips me. <laughs> so, but character, character issues. I just thought, wow, this is quite... You know, it's very simple, but I think it's profound in many ways because we get so caught up in you know, God is going to bless me with a new car and a new job and I'm going to yeah. get a wife, I'm going to get a husband, whatever it is. And we're thinking about all those supposedly big things, right? Yeah. But right? when are you going to stop watching porn? When are you going to stop um, flirting and doing all these silly things that people... When are you going to stop stealing, right? But, but how come we're not dealing with, with those things? It's almost implied in the, in, in the message. Yeah. That, yeah. But I think... Maybe we need to have words of the year that are more direct like that. Mm. But then the question becomes, and I totally agree with you, uh, and, and also on the notion of the fact that a lot of the time it's implied within whatever it is that it is. If it's the year of um, growth, it's implied in a way that you are <laughs> meant for to, you to grow. grow. You have, you to, have to do A, B, C, D. Mm. All right. So word of the year and your own resolutions, should they match? Mm. Uh, that's a bit tricky because you only get the word of the year on <laughs> December 31st. Yeah. What if I'd come up with these resolutions like in November or something? The, that's a question. Uh, I'm not so maybe you should change your resolutions now. Aye, that it's aye, the, aye. the year of ultimate takeover. Mm -hmm. Maybe you didn't have good enough resolutions oh, for the ultimate oh, takeover. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So. Should we even have resolutions? That's the thing. I don't know. I don't have resolutions. <laughs> You know, I don't know what kind of Christians y'all are. I don't have resolutions. I didn't go to crossover. <laughs> don't believe in words of the year. <laughs> Look, I have goals. It's just I'm that the, the goals themselves, you can call them resolutions because you have to have resolve to achieve your goals. Mm. You could, but I prefer goals. But I know people have resolutions. Yeah. Decide that I want A, B, C, D this year. And I guess that should be tied to something God is telling you. I think. It only makes sense. Ish, that's tricky. I don't know if all my goals are tied to things that God, God has said to me explicitly. Do they need to? Is the question. Or maybe they should be tied to things that you know God wants for you. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm also thinking of the pragmatic um, side of things, which is that, because we tend to spiritualize things quite a lot, right? Where um, at the beginning of the year, everyone is all spiritual. <laughs> and hey, the, you've got a scripture... You, you've got a scripture tied to your resolution. You know. But 
as life progresses and as the year progresses and reality, quote unquote, takes over, we, we tend to forget these things. Mm. Remember I was joking with you, T-Mac, saying, <clears throat> um, don't worry, you get it in August that time. Yes. But, but the, the, the reality is that by like, the time you get to June, sometimes people have forgotten all that stuff. Sometimes it's no longer the year of grace for them because yeah. a lot of stuff has happened. You've been let down. You've made mistakes and you just feel like, I don't even think it's the year of grace because you're expecting something to happen. I, I, I think that, you know, we, the, the word of the year is important and it's got its place depending on what church you go to. I honestly think some of these words are, yeah, rubbish, that this is just me, right? <laughs> Sorry, I'm not talking to anyone, but I'm just saying some of the words I've seen, I'm thinking, come on, you started your church two years ago, already, you're already having words of the year. Just focus on like building people in that church, auntie, before you start telling us it's the year of seven dimensions. And also, I, I think that we, we get into this whole thing where it becomes routine and a tradition that you've got to have a word. Why can't you have a word every three years? Yeah. Right. But I'm just saying that we, let's be careful to not get caught up in these traditions just because it's something that's done and actually ask ourselves, what's God saying to me this year? Mm. Or what, what have I set to achieve for God or for myself this year? And actually chase after that. Because you, relying on the word <laughs> of the year, right? means that you want to give the responsibility to something that's outside of you. Yeah. Then you just be like, ah, no, the pastor lied to us. Nothing was restored. But mm. what did you do about your restoration? What did you do about changing stuff? So anyway, that, that's, well, that's the kind of tip I'm on. But in general, like, have you seen those memes that go around of like, it's the same like list of resolutions, but it's like just scratched, different words are <laughs> scratched out and like he's just rewording the same thing. Because he clearly didn't achieve anything the previous year mm -hmm. or like, yeah, there's just not much has happened. And maybe we don't need to achieve things within the year. You know, I, I heard someone say that we overestimate what we can achieve in a year and underestimate we can, what, what we can achieve in five years. Mm. Some of these things yeah. don't have to be done within the 12 months. Yeah, if you failed true. to do it last year, change something sharp. Because mm. the same thing is going to happen. You're going well, maybe you, you need to stretch it over like spread it over like five years. Yeah. Then you see what I'm saying? Mm. But I just think we need to get practical. I think we aren't listening, maybe. Um, the word of the year, I think, is good in that um, it gives you, like you said, so at some point in time you get tired, you get exhausted, life beats you down. Yeah. And that word and its existence and the fact that it's repeated among so many people around you, I think also serves to give you strength to push through some things, to make it over hurdles that you otherwise would have seen as too big for you. But then when you look at it in the holistic thing and you think, okay, no, it's the year of hope. And right now I feel hopeless, but there's more year to come. I can make it through this moment. It's good. Yeah. On the flip side, or maybe not flip side to just add to it, we really do need to actually, once you've received it, if you chose to, sit down and actually ask God to That's help good. you understand, internalize, yeah. know what you are meant to do within this, know what applies to you. Maybe not all of it applies to you. Yeah. Figure that out. I don't think we ask. I don't. I think we just listen, and then we wait for the next Sunday for the next message about it, yeah. and then the next week for the next message about it. Then we we learn all the buzzwords and we just say them. Hi, my faithful, super strong brother. We're doing all that, but we're not sitting and saying, "Okay, let me look up the scriptures that the pastor mentioned." Yeah. Let me 
see what this means in my life. Let me look for the signs, the clues. Let me look for the direction. Let me go into a quiet place and listen. Yeah. I don't think we digest any of this stuff. Isn't that what we're supposed to be doing during the fast? Good point. At the beginning we of are. the year? We are. Oh, that's, that's a if whole, you that's choose a whole to. other thing altogether. <laughs> right. Do you know, I was really thinking about it. Because I was like, okay, God, why? Why do they insist on chi? Beginning of the year, why can't we do the fast in the middle? Like, why is it specifically this time? And then, I don't know if I was talking to someone or if I listened to something, but then the thinking behind it was the whole first fruits theology, that if the first is blessed or consecrated, then the rest is. So that's why you give this first portion. In, and it's not to say that you can't fast any other time of the year as well, but like the corporate fast at the beginning is meant to consecrate and... Like like Biscuit is saying, like help you digest the message, Gigi, and then the rest of your year will be blessed. <laughs> <laughs> I can get I can get the logic, you know, and I can get the the reasoning behind that. And I think it makes it makes some sense, you know, that um coming together as a corporate body to to pray about specific issues, to all be in one mind, I think is important. And also, I don't want us to downplay the importance of doing things together corporately as a church. Yeah. Because there's definitely a place for that, right? Um, but ho- however, it's important for us to always be asking the right questions. Like even the whole fasting thing. We, we should not view... Well, I don't think we should view that as some sort of a silver bullet. To say, I mm-hmm. fasted at the beginning of the year. I've committed my whole year to God. Mm. So all of a sudden, everything is supposed to work. God, you owe me. But <laughs> what I do, though is that I pray for all my food at the beginning of the year. Oh, is it? Yes. Okay. You mean all your food for the whole year? Yes. So okay. that if I forget to, like, <laughs> if I forget to pray for Are that, you being I, for real right now? I do that. I did that that night. I was like, Jesus, uh, all the guas. In yeah. case anyone tries to poison, you need uh, ice cream. Yeah, no. hey, these days. <laughs> <laughs> hey, these days, things are happening, guys. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. So you've got to be strategic about these things. Mm. I found that it works. Okay. You know, I... I I haven't had any major issues with any of my food. No so, food poisoning, anything. That's yeah, good. That's, that's good. I mean, unless I then decide to like run for some important office or something. But anyway, so um, what, what I'm just saying is that we need to really ask, ask ourselves the important questions and not place the responsibility on the church or the church leader. You wait, wait, when you're fasting, what are you, why are you fasting, right? What mm-hmm. difference is it going to make? And what do you want to see? And also... Uh, my pastor talks about living a fasted lifestyle, right? Are you fasting? Are you still seeking God uh, during the rest of the year, right? Mm. Or is it just something you do at the beginning of the year and then you forget about it because you've met your yeah. quota for the year? You know what I mean? So it's <laughs> your quota. <laughs> you will. Hey, yeah. I think a lot of people. But yeah, do that. that is part of the psychology, I think. So we we need to really think about these things because so uh, they're they're important. Otherwise, guys, we can't be doing the same stuff every single year. Mm. And then complaining, Yeah. But do we even notice Shanda? Because do we really review our previous year to the extent that we actually know, okay, this goal I didn't achieve because of A, B, C, D. Next year, I need to change this, 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 this. This word of the year, section 2.A. God told me it applies to me, but I didn't apply it. Like, I don't think we, we actually do, do that. that sort of in-depth yeah. review. At no all. one likes looking at failure. You know that you messed up your year by, I'd say October. You you've got a clear picture. That, hey, by, by, by this one, this one's a loss. By August, you know. By August, <laughs> but um, you don't. 
you're now so focused on the next day, you don't want to review your past. You mm-hmm. don't want to look back at that and think, of no one likes it. And it's a failing. It is a true failing we have because we rinse and repeat all the mistakes we had the last year, all the character flaws mm-hmm. that are causing the problems to repeat. We, we just leave them and just embrace the new year as the same person who failed to embrace the previous one. You. Wow. So, new wine. Shots fired. Old wine skin. Yeah, no, but that's so true, you guys. Like, yeah. I've just really just, that's a light bulb moment for me. Especially when you just said new, what did you just say? New wine skin. New, no, new wine and an old wine skin. Yeah. Like, we just go, we just carry on, guys. The same person thinking the word of the year is going to change something. See, so when some you people, haven't changed anything. That's quite profound, actually. Because we think somehow it's magical. It, wow. It's just, God, we just do something. Guys, if you took anything from tonight, <laughs> <laughs> today... <laughs> <laughs> take that oh my gosh wow yeah yeah and you know the other thing also is i'm, I'm thinking i've been thinking about this year a lot of profound things have happened in our country uh last year and for me to always be entrenched in, in my mind you know that this 2017 was a really significant year mm. because our president got uh, he resigned Right, the form. Mm-hmm. right, and I did not think. At some point, I started thinking that I was going to die, yeah. and he would just be like. So, so that for me was like an epic moment. <laughs> I know, I know, it's not a political a discussion and stuff, but you know, this is important stuff, mm. right? And other things happened, like the falling of grace from grace. So th- oh. these things, <laughs> these things, <laughs> and. Uh, these things are, are important, pertinent issues, right? I think there's some macro issues that are mm. addressed in some of the words, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Where it's stuff to do maybe with things that God is going to do at a national level. I heard multiple leaders in our nation talk about the fact that things are going to change in government in last year, yeah. right? To be honest, I rolled my eyes and thought, I've heard all this mm. stuff mm. before. Give me a break. Yeah. That old man ain't going nowhere. <laughs> but, you know, things happened and stuff. So, so I think there are some things that God is doing through his men and women, set men and women, I guess, at a macro level that are not necessarily um, individual things. So maybe there is that factor as well, right? Yeah. And we would have want to focus prayer on those things yes. as well. Yeah. I suppose those are things we pray for corporately. Yeah, it, and, it's and rare stuff. that you'd end up praying for that individually. Yeah. All right, so that's it for today. I think this has been a really, a really good discussion and an important one. I'm hoping that everybody uh, managed to to pick out some things there that are, that apply to them. And of course, as always, you know, we never claim to have all the answers, but we want to trigger some thoughts and some questions so that we become better Christians, better better people, critical thinkers. And, you know, we, we, we need to be that yeah. uh, in order to be well-rounded. And, and you know, just to add, I really feel as though everyone, and I'm just receiving a word, I'm catching it in mm, the spirit mm, that mm, 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 mm. God yes. wants you to listen to Radiant Culture religiously throughout the year. He's just, mm, get, mm, I just getting a sense. <gasps> it's just, just dropped it in my spirit right there. It really help you. <laughs> That 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 no. that 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 that
watch it. Anyway, guys, it's been good. It's been real. Thank you for listening. I'm Cookie Monster. I'm Biscuit. And I'm T Mac. And we're out. out. Peace. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Radiant Culture Podcast. If you want to make a contribution, make a suggestion, or have a request, you can get in touch with us via email on radiantatthehub.co.zw or inbox us on Facebook and Twitter. Look out for the next episode and remember to share this one with everybody you know. God bless. It's hot. It's fresh. It's uncut. Hashtag Real Talk on the Radiant Culture Podcast.